say The world is a mirror, so this is my way Learn to use everything that I made When you're hungry, everything tastes good When you're hungry, Alright everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Joey and Phil Sports Podcast And um, finally we have a positive uh, outcome to uh, to a Bears game to report, which is very good I know it's been quite a while since we did, so so yeah, a lot of good uh, good to talk about with the the Bears Patriots. We'll recap that. Uh, we'll also look forward to this week's tough game uh, at Dallas. Uh, they they definitely got a tough defense, so we'll discuss that as well. And then uh, we'll also talk about the Bulls' start to the season. Um, they had a very big win last night. Uh, I know I wasn't able to watch it, but I did have a couple people who did kind of give me a a little update on that. So we'll discuss the Bulls as well. And we'll also touch on, on a couple things, you know, time permitting. But obviously the biggest uh, news is the uh, the Bears uh, win on Monday night against the Patriots. So obviously um, we have Phil back uh, this week. Again, thanks to Derek for filling in um, last week. He did a great job. Thank you, Derek. Yep, but now we have Phil back. And so, uh, yeah, I'll kind of start it off with Phil um, about, um, you know, obviously imp- first impressions on uh, last night's win. Okay, so I watched the game. Pretty carefully. I was very happy we got the win. Even though winning isn't the most important thing. We all know what's the most important thing is Justin Fields, his development, uh, yada, yada, yada. So the one thing that stands out, first, I want to congratulate Getsy for uh, a great uh, his play calling was probably the best I've seen right. from him all year. I agree. He he uh, schemed a lot of plays for Fields, a, a lot of uh, run design plays for Fields, a lot of short passing, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, getting into rhythm. So I, I was very happy about that. The one thing I'm noticing about Fields in the first seven games and it's a red flag to me, is, and we all know this because they said this before he got drafted. It's it's something that he needs to work on. He is holding on to the ball way too long. Right. And it's causing, it's causing negative plays, which we don't want, right? I mean, it's going to happen, but it's causing too many negative plays, and it's, it's not going to work against a great team. The teams are going to be able to capitalize against those negative plays, like the good teams. You right. know, like like when you're playing bad teams, you can get away with that. I mean, not that New England's a bad team. Well, I thought that was a pretty really really solid win, but it's just he's not giving himself a chance or the team when he's holding onto the ball that long. He needs to learn to give up on the play, throw the ball away. Uh, number one or. Yeah, I mean yeah. throwing throwing the ball away pretty pretty so, much. So I think I think we can I think we could all agree on that last the last point you made. Um, you know, we've been saying it for a long time that he he seems to hold on to the ball too long and it, it causes problems. But I, I was thinking about that earlier today, and if you think about some of the plays, especially we had I think at least two or three third ten and third and ten and plus where he held on to the ball. But because he held onto the ball, he was able to make a move, a juke move, and then run for the first down. So I started thinking about this earlier. It's like I feel like he holds onto the ball because 
he has that success at times where he's able to get the first down. And maybe at that same time, he overcompensates thinking, oh, I could always get that first. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not saying that it's good at all. I'm not. I'm just saying that because he's able to get those firsts, that I feel like he kind of feels like he can do it every time, and that ends up leading to the mistakes. Okay, so you're saying that his reasoning for holding onto the ball is that he's super confident that he can get away from anyone. It, it, kind, of seems, any, it kind of seems that way. Obviously, that's not right, but it seems like that's what he, his thinking is. I... Like there was one play where I think Troy Aikman brought it up afterwards. Like, yo, he's got to get rid of the ball, and I think uh, he was getting chased. I think um, I think Judon was chasing him, and he was he was running he was running out um, to the right to the right. Okay, and it looked like he was trying to cut it back upfield, you know. And obviously, he got caught from behind and sacked. But and I think didn't he fumble the ball? He fumbled it out of bounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that here, that's another thing. That's to my next point. So. When you hold on to the ball the way he does, there's a likelihood, there's a bigger chance that he's going to get sacked and he's going to turn the ball over. You have four 100%. fumbles last night. That's that's. I know he didn't lose any, and that's right. all people care about. Right. Well, but and, that's, and that's going to be an issue right. against good teams. Right. And we just talked about it though too, that it was it was damp, ball was wet. You know, you couldn't tell that it was raining, but it was raining. So I know one of the fumbles definitely looked like an accident. Like, he literally was running with the ball, and the ball just kind of popped out of his hand. So, I mean, to me, those are kind of freak ones. Yeah, you know? I, I would agree. And maybe when we talked last night and we were messaging each other, I overreacted a little bit. But it just feel, I feel like he's too free with the ball, a little careless. Right. And I – listen, as a quarterback – you don't want to turn the ball over because you have it most of the time and you, you want to take away the negative plays. You, know, no, you want to give yourself thousand percent the, agree. Thousand yeah. Percent. Just, you know, if there's nothing down there, we know there's nothing down there. I, right. I was watching ESPN. They're no uh, one's open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. So they we're, you know, nobody, we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, Ryan Clark. He, he was um, looking at a specific play. There's four guys. There's six guys in the front. Two f- fell back in New England's defense. Four against five. Everyone should be accounted for. Right. But there's there's one guy just right in front of the field, <laughs> like right away, as if they blitzed. Right. But there's four guys. Right. right. right? But, but but this is why I'm telling you that. And that, that, that's the, this, that's an offensive line is, problem but, too. Yeah. But this is yeah. why I'm telling you that as Bears fans, we should be <laughs> we should be very excited about fields because. That's that's not just one play. Ryan Clark was like, that's the majority of the plays. You look down the field and there's nobody open. No one's open. Yeah. So that was four guys running specific routes and nobody was open. Right. It was crazy. So, so what it what it tells you is Fields is doing pretty damn good, all things considered. I yeah, mean, but I still think he he needs to get rid of the. He needs to be like, no, okay, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna get rid of. But I, I I'm gonna keep hand. But remember, I'm gonna keep bringing this, this up because yeah. I feel like that that's a bad habit, and no, he needs agreed, to drop agreed, that. Agreed. But and remember, he should know who he's playing with. He should know by now that he has a shitty line. Right. 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 But remember, this is also his. They said this was his 17th career start, which means he's literally has one full season only on, on under his belt. So true that. I mean, he's still that's really a good young, point. You know, he's still got so much to improve. I'm not. I'm not giving up on him. I'm just saying that there's 
a couple red flags that I see that I think he needs to start improving on. Correct, correct. I agree. And and, and remember, Derek, Derek and I touched on this last week, is that I feel like people jump to conclusions with these quarterbacks and don't always start like actually sit and think about what they what um what they walk into. So you look at you look like I said at the, the the guys that people always talk about Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. What is the difference between those two guys and Justin Field? Joe Burrow comes in, he's got weapons galore already on his disposal, right? You look at Justin Herbert in his first year. He did. He by the way, by the way, by the way, I'm not. I'm not even trying to be funny when I say this. But what are you eating, Ron? <laughs> I know you're eating Burger King, but are you you're eating a Whopper? Yeah. Smells really good. I think he, right. I think he purposely <laughs> did that because of the first episode when we brought up the Burger King. That's oh, you're, are you talking about the football commercial that oh, makes no, you no. laugh every time? Well, no, that those wait. What, are then great. what? No, remember, the DoorDash. No, yeah, when we were talking oh, about yeah, DoorDash, yeah, and, that's fine. and then you, you had a problem that's with Burger fine. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burger King's good. Their breakfast is good. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to do a cleanse from fast food right now. But really, yeah. It, but, but I digress. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> going back to important things. So, no. So all I mean is that is that a lot of times you know, good and bad, especially the media jumps to conclusions about quarterbacks, and they don't they fail to realize what what position are these quarterbacks coming into? Especially Herbert. Herbert's great, but you come in, you already have Austin Eckler, you already have Mike Williams, you already have Keenan Allen. You already have a pretty good line, like that helps. Like I don't think his line was that good when he first came in, but yes, he, has, he had a lot of if good. If he weapons. walked into this, this Bears team this year, he wasn't going to put up those numbers. Uh, I agree. Joe Joe Burrow, the same thing. I mean, his line his was line terrible. Sucked, but he still had weapons though around him. Yeah, I know he didn't have Chase, but he had T Higgins, I think, and he also had um Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Yeah, and he had Mixon. I think Mixon was already he was there. already there. So now yeah, he's got all, I agree. All those guys plus Chase. I mean, that's insane. I mean, I. Is Joe Mixon better than David Montgomery? I think so. I mean, by a lot, not by a lot, but okay. I think he's a little better. And he's. I, I just better, remember the Bengals a, line was bad. That's why Burrow got Mixon's hurt. also. I think Mixon's a better receiver too out of the backfield. Well, I mean, Montgomery doesn't really get a chance to. You know, Nagy never used him. God, let, I'm not or, even di- or about no, Matt Nagy. or did he? Or did he, Joe? Did he? I mean, the not pass, in the not the way. Game? Yeah, not a not a bit, lot. A little, not bit. a lot. But, but remember, we we were using Tariq Cohen for you know. That's true. That's a really good point. Including we were using him in third and inches, running up the middle. That was really smart. Yeah, it's stupid. It was literally the worst stupid. worst play calling ever. Stupid. Yes, I don't. But but let, okay, so yes, like I when I was messaging you, uh, you know, I was I was annoyed with. I'll be honest, like a lot of a lot of the plays that happened yesterday, getting sacked and then just picking up the ball. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sorry, getting sacked and then just like, you know, you're third and twenty five, third and twenty, and then Fields just goes for like <laughs> casual twenty five run. I mean, not casual. It was amazing, but like it was a, it was it was like that stuff is not going to happen. Yeah. No and, and no, but but the thing is is that what 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 um what you said that I disagree with though is you said when when good teams so here's the thing you you should be saying good defenses because the Patriots offense has nothing to do with what's happening with Fields and the fumbles the Patriots were ranked in the top 
I think, 10 defenses coming into this game. So they're not a bad defense no. by any means. And we still made them look bad. We ran for 200 and almost 50 yards. So here's what I mean by good team. So let's say a team like the Chiefs. Their defense is pretty good, I think. Right. I know, but they've been but playing really similar, tough. Similar to the Patriots. But, but here's the thing. They're good teams, meaning that defenses that will not let that happen, and then you end up giving the ball back to the offense. Okay. okay. And they score. Right. right. New England's offense wasn't, you know, they're okay, but they're not scary. Right. So that's but, what I mean. There's going to be teams, good teams capitalize on plays like that. I, okay, I, I see what you're saying. If you, that's what I meant. Right, I didn't right. mean defenses. I know New England's defense is okay. I didn't mean they're pretty good. I mean, remember the Lions came into New England, the number one offense in the NFL, and they shut them out. Yeah, but they okay. shut them out. Completely. Oh yeah, but they didn't have they didn't have a couple guys. Yeah, the Bears don't have any guys, <laughs> and we scored thirty three. So. You know, that's true. I mean, this NFL season's fucked up. It's this is the craziest NFL. We have season. the same record as the 49ers, the Packers, and the Buccaneers. We're all three and four, and we have the and, least amount of and talent. We're better than the Saints, and see, um, not Seattle. I'm sorry, um, the Saints and Denver and Cleveland. Cleveland's two, two and, and five. five. This NFL season is crazy. Not a lot of scoring, a lot of good teams and, that you think. And were, if you if you think about it, we 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 lost we had lost an opportunity to tie against the Vikings because of a fumble by Smith Marset, who if we had a cheering button right now, we finally cut his ass. Thank fucking God! Since since the last time we talked, Smith Marset. Well, gone. I don't think he was going to be on the team with all those guys. You know, Harry was coming back. Pringle will be back. So, now, Harry caught one pass last night. He did. It was a. It was actually a good catch. It was. It was. It was a nine-yard pickup. It was. He, you know, he moved the chains. I mean, I don't expect, right. but no, a lot of stuff right away from him. Yeah. It's going to take time. And I'm sorry, I got backtrack what I was saying. My original uh, point, but we lost to the Vikings in a close game. Lost by what, what? A touchdown with a fumble at the end. Yeah. We lost to the Commanders when we should. We had the we lead by the way in the fourth quarter. Right. The Commanders game we should have definitely won. We all know that. Yeah. Then. We, it's, it's, you couldn't argue that we should have beat the Giants too. Exactly, and then and then and there was a muff punt and, and even in the, that game. And even the Packers game, if you remember, even the Packers game, it was close up until the end. In fact, we almost cut it to seven with a. What was the halftime score of that game? Do you remember? Uh, 10, I know seven, they ten seven or seventeen seven. Okay, like, like it was close. It wasn't a. We weren't getting blown out by any means. But that, that is, might be the only. My, legit my point loss. is, we've stayed in every game. Yeah, I the, felt like the Bears the were going to defense in the running game. Well, I told you before the season, I thought the Bears were going to be competitive because the NFL, NFL teams, you know, it's with like new media, coaching. It's like mediocrity right now. Other than what three teams? Other yeah. than the Chiefs, the 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 Chiefs, the Bills, and the and the Eagles in, and the Eagles. But I was, this is what I was telling you before. Uh, the way the Bears constructed this team. They had a lot of guys on one-year deals that didn't get a lot of playing time in other teams, and it was an opportunity for them to showcase what they had. So I knew that we were going to have a team that was underwhelming talent-wise, but the effort was going to be there all season because these guys are trying to get long-term contracts. Yeah. So – I felt like that, and you know, Fields second season. Uh, you got Montgomery on his free agent year. 
So you got a lot of guys. And, you know, Rokon Smith, too. He didn't get his long-term deal. But like, he, you have a lot of motivated guys he, on this team. He's earning it, right? He's earning it right now. Well, last night he earned it. Yeah. I think he's been... He's been pretty good all season so far. Healthy. He might even lead the NFL in tackles right now. He's up there. He's playing. He's playing good this year. I'll give him that. Leading in tackles. I also kind of feel. Over, it's I kind of overrated. I also feel that. Uh, I think it has to has to have something to do with it. The fact that we signed Eberflus and he's defensive coach. That the defense has. I'll be honest with you. I I had no clue the defense was going to be this good, because. Think about how many, how much turnover that defense had, and how many like just guys were plugging in and rookies were playing right now, and they're they're flying to the ball, man. I mean, the kind of bending bend but not break as far as like stopping the run this year, but stopping the pass and you know they're, they're not doing bad. Um, so for that, I wanted to say that the defense got more young talent, especially in the secondary. And then, you're right. It's a little surprising. I mean, we still need to get a pass rusher. I think that's that's well, a weakness well, of ours. The, well, they're trying to trade the only real legit one we have right now. Yeah, but he's. I mean, Robert Quinn's not going to fit in the long term. But right. what no, I, he's not. He's what, not. What I was saying was that, like, I had no idea. I knew who Justin Jones was, but he played for the Chargers. I I don't know how good he was. They signed a couple a couple coach players that played with uh, Eberflus. And they're okay. They didn't have great numbers. Right. They knew the system. I mean, you notice Poles and Eberflus were signing guys that they know, they're familiar with. Like Pringle played with the Chiefs. Poles was part of the organization. God, can the guy just fuck? Can the guy stay on the field for one game? Just one game. Can you stay on the field? Look at this. We signed these players and they're not even healthy. It's, it's I don't know, it's disappointing. Yeah, injuries are a part of the game. So, right. well, but the thing is, when you don't put. What, when you, when you don't put uh, talent around your quarterback and the one guy you sign gets hurt and doesn't even play, that's pretty uh, disappointing. Yeah, I mean... That's the one receiver they signed that was like even like considered to be a good signing, you know, was Pringle. Yeah, I would I would have loved to see... Yeah, you're right. We haven't seen him at all. I think we've seen him active and then... Ah. It's just, yeah, it's not good. You know what I wanted to talk to you about? Because you mm-hmm. weren't here last week. Remember when I said, I wish I wish Ron had it like recorder where we could just plug it in right now. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said, what are we doing? And this is before the Commanders game, before his other fucking stupid fumble. And when I mentioned we shouldn't have Vilas Jones returning punts, you know, when you have Dante Pettis, a guy that was SEC all-time leader and has done it already in the past, and look what's happening now. Dante Pettis is returning punts, and he had a couple of nice returns last night. As a punt return. I agree. He looked really good. And I think he should continue to feel punch. I think the Bears made a lot of adjustments, like, before the game started. A lot they, of good ones. Yep. They changed center. Uh, fortunately, Patrick got hurt. Liked the move at left guard. I also, I mean, some of these were obvious moves that they had to make. They There's no way Jones was going to feel any more punts. Probably for the rest of the season. Yeah, it it I, and I mentioned it last week. I, I did a little research on him. I'm just like, how much? How many punts did he actually return in college? Seventeen total punts in tennis at Tennessee. 
and then we just throw him out there as the punt returner. It kind of doesn't make sense when you have Pettis on your team. That's that's very kind of like dumb. That's very odd. I thought he. I thought that's where he excelled. So I'm I'm a little shocked to hear that, especially because he played five to six years in college, Tennessee yeah. and USC, no. and he only he only fielded seventeen in his whole career. And I'm sorry, returned seventeen yeah. punts. And you know how many from a left footed punter? Zero. And and the guy in Washington was a left-footed punter. They were bringing that up because mm-hmm. apparently when it makes a big difference because the ball, the trajectory, everything is different. And you have this guy trying to feel this in the in the lights. And remember, he lost the ball in the lights, and the ball hit him in the face because he's. That's the, the the point is is that you should have you already have someone like Pettis on your team who's dropping you know catchable balls, but he's obviously good at punt returning. Then what are we doing? I think. Part of the reason why they had him feel punts is because where Jones Jr. excels at is in the open field, and that's where they thought he would be dynamic. Yeah. I, st- but, I still don't I mean, understand why we haven't used him on offense. We didn't use him. He didn't catch a pass again this week. I don't know I, how I don't many snaps it. he played last night. The, when I watched Bears games, it goes by fast. Like things are happening fast, so it's not. I'm it's, not watching it like as it, if I'm well, like. It, it usually happens fast because both teams are running the ball sixty percent of the time, and the clock goes by really quick. Yeah, but I, I didn't notice if he was even on the field. I think I saw him a couple times no, on the field. He was on the field for the the touchdown run because um, they, I think they did some kind of formation where they kind of tricked. New England into thinking Velas was going to get it, and then Fields took out, you know, took off to the left. But yeah, yeah but, I mean, but I mean, it's like, dude, if, even if he's not a great route runner, like deep route runner, have him catch a couple bubble screens or something. So like the what? So what the fuck are they doing, dude? I don't understand. Then why did then why did we draft him? <laughs> I mean, d- it does not make sense. The, the plays we are running are perfect for what he what he's good at, supposedly good at, right? Right screens. Reversals. Right. I'm thinking, and, and and we've been discussing this. You, 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 okay. So I'm I'm happy that Brisker's playing great, Kyler Gordon. That's awesome. But we had a chance to get receivers. We had a chance to get Pickens, who continues to play fucking great. We had a chance. Hold on, hold on. Pause. You can continue on your comment, but let's just let's not say great. He he's I starting mean, to for come playing on. with a, a with Kenny Pickett. He's doing pretty good. And he he had a few good games, but let's not call him a great player yet. Well, but I do he'd be great in our team. Listen, I do see I do see flashes of him. The games that I've seen where he played well, I do see why we should have drafted him because that's what we need. And I think Fields is a better thrower of the football than Pickett or Trubisky, and not even close. I, I get it. But I I have to see a, a little bit more. I don't want to call him great yet. No, but well, I've, I, I, I've, meant, I I've definitely I meant great for us and what we need. Okay, but we yeah, need he's a, good. He's good. We and need then, a big receiver. Well, well, and another thing, you look at Braxton Jones just getting abused last night. I mean, they mm-hmm. brought it up like five times, and and they said it. Bears didn't draft a, an offensive lineman to the fifth round. We were talking about that in the draft. You don't address a receiver or or an offensive lineman. So the late third and then fifth round, mm-hmm. and then you wonder why the offense still struggles. So let's bring up holes, okay? So I will agree with you that the Bears should have focused on building around fields. That should have been number one priority. But here's the thing. 
the linemen that I thought they were going to target or were available in the second round, those guys aren't even starting on the teams that they got drafted by. And, and they got drafted in the second round. When you draft a lineman in the first two rounds, usually, normally, they're right. plug-in they're, starters. Correct, correct. And I haven't, I've looked this up, and there's, yeah. I think, I don't think anyone's starting from the it, second round. It's, it's, it's funny. So, it's so funny that, yeah. and, and yeah. Pose is a former lineman, right? So, I'm going to give him a little credit. If he didn't think they deserved to be drafted there, if he thought they were reaching, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, okay. That may, that, also, that also, don't forget, he tried to sign the guard from the Bills, and the money got matched. Don't forget that. So it's not like he completely ignored, ignored the, the offensive line. side. That's, yeah. a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, and actually that you mentioned that too, is that remember the Patriots – reached on an offensive lineman in the first at the end of the first round. Cole Strange? And he's starting for them. Yeah, but he was he was a second round graded player. He's got a terrible name. <laughs> he got hurt too, by the way, at last the end of night, the game. Last night, yeah, I remember that. But uh but no, to your point, usually when you draft a, a lineman that high, they're usually gonna start. Yeah, and uh I don't know which team it was. I think the Eagles drafted a center and you know we need a center. Right. And he's not even starting. He's right behind Jason Kelsey. Maybe that's what they were doing long term, that he was talented and they wanted to draft him Correct. and kind of develop behind one of the best centers. I, I don't know. I don't. All I know is they're not playing. Right, 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 right. So George Pickens, we might regret. I'm not going to lie. I, and the reason why I said don't call him great yet is because I – but we, I don't want to think about that. We because, talk, and we talked about Pickens, though, even before the draft. I remember we brought, yes. that guy, we brought him up. Yes, because a lot of teams or a lot of scouts had him in the first round. He's a first-round talent, and then he got hurt. And he also didn't he – he wasn't able to show his full ability with, the, with Georgia because they weren't passing the ball. They were running the ball. It was running defense. That's how they won. That's how they beat Alabama. So – that's why he was dropping. He had some. Well, he had injury. some off the field stuff too. I I don't know about that. I know he has there's there's some injury concerns as well, but I for sure thought that the Bears were going to get him. I I, I for with sure with their second second round pick. Right. We might regret it, no matter how good Brisker and Gordon turn out to be. Right. Because I've seen flashes of Pickens, and. That's exactly what we need, a big-body wide receiver that can win 50-50 balls down the field. I mean, similar to Allen Robinson. Right. Right? But well, what much bigger. Right. But much bigger, much faster. So we're going to be looking for that in the offseason. Right. Which looks- and there, there's the, there's the other guy, Alec Pierce. He looks like he's going to be a really good receiver, too. We could have had the Colts. him, too. Yes. Yes, agreed. So going back to actually the, the guys we picked then, so – I think we can both agree that I think Brisker has been solid all year. I, I wouldn't say he's been great all year, but he's been at least solid. I, will, I, and I agree with you, solid. All year. Gordon. And, will, and looking, and he looks like he's getting better every game. He is, he is. Right? But but I'll say that about Gordon, because Gordon actually had a couple of hiccups in his first couple games. He got beat. He made a couple mistakes, but. It's going to happen. He's, in, he's been improving, though, a lot. And in the Washington game, I remember he made a really good uh, really good tackle. Another, he passed defended very well, and then I feel in this game he played really well too. The whole defense played very well, right? They, I there's nothing I can really complain other than that uh, blown coverage that Zappy got the touchdown, right. or was it Mac Jones? No, was, I don't know. Mac, Mac Jones threw one one. <laughs> he, like he threw he one, threw pass one touchdown pass to uh, yeah. No, no Zappy threw both. 
Was it Zappy? Yeah. Yeah, we were up ten to nothing when they benched Mac Jones. And then and then and then uh Fields threw a pick. Well actually no, Fields threw the pick when it was ten to seven. Was so Zappy was the one that threw Zappy threw that horrible Man, I, dude. Zappy's the probably be the most overrated thing I've ever heard of. That that touchdown, the first one he threw that Myers caught, he literally threw a a freaking Tim Tebow like throw. And what is his name? Um Myers made an amazing catch. And then somehow got up before we got he got touched and dove in the end zone. That was all Myers on that touchdown, <laughs> dude. Yeah, my, and no, no, this is just a little off the subject. I, I heard that Myers was upset that Mac Jones got yeah, that's what they said bunched. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if it was because Wait, of that throw. Well, that was the first touch, even so, though he wait, caught it. How did they get this? Oh, you know what? Steven, the second touch, Stevenson ran. Yeah, in the Stevenson second. got the Stevenson ran in. The Steve, yeah, he ran in. Yep, right. Uh, I like I said, I was very happy that they won. It it was exciting because they they were heavy underdogs. They it was just off a brutal Commanders game that they should have won. They scored zero points three times inside the five. That's never happened in the NFL. It was very embarrassing. I also bet in the game, so I was livid. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that that pissed me off even more. I refuse to bet on the Bears anymore. Because I, I don't want to add fuel to what's going on. Although I did bet on them last night. You, oh, you, so bet, you, you bet on I the bet, Bears? I bet on the Bears money line. I thought it was just too... I didn't think New England was almost three and a half to one better than the Bears. Right. I I know I know they look good the last two weeks. But just the way the NFL season is going right now... like So much weird shit going on. Yeah, very weird yeah. stuff going on. So, so I, I thought it was worth and, and it. And I have to I have to throw props, especially because they, they they usually listen, but I'm going to go throw props to my, my buddies Scooby and Paulo. They, they both texted on our group text last night. They both did um, parlays. They had the Bears covering, and then they, they also mixed it with uh, Fields uh, 49 and a half rushing over mm-hmm. and, and an anytime touchdown. So yeah. wow, they that's how. I wonder how much they put on that. That's really I think they really put nice. like 10, five, 10 bucks each, but whatever. That, that's they probably made, they like, made like a hundo. Yeah, that's so, really good. Yeah. That's really really so, good. So shout out to them, man. That was a, uh, you know, that was a nice one. I, I wish I can bet like that, just like <laughs> ten to fifteen dollars. But hey, instead, I hey, but instead, you know, c- compared to Rocky, I mean, that's like that's big money. Yeah, I, know, I, mean, I, I wish I, I, wish I could bet like Rockies. His one dollar bets. Yeah, I mean, there's just it just doesn't feel worth doing it. Like, what's the what's the damn point, right? That's how I feel. Okay, one dollar to win ten dollars. Like, are you really that happy? <laughs> I'm not. I feel like I lost ten dollars. Right. If I, right. If I put one dollar on a game or, or on a parlay and I won ten dollars, I don't know if I feel better. I feel like. I feel like I lost money because I would have been like, man, I should have put more put money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So I mean, like I said, ultimately, I'm trying to I'm trying to be very optimistic tonight. You know, this is this, so you know. Obviously, I wasn't expecting them to win, and and, it, and maybe and, that's why you were so happy because yeah. nobody expected them to win. And not only not for them to win, but to win like that, they won convincingly. Like, they whooped their ass. Like they, dude, they literally whooped their ass. Agreed. They beat the shit out of them. I mean, after New England scored, got the fourteenth point, they 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 never even had a drive that was scary. Let me ask you something: When they scored the second touchdown, did you think it was game over? Because <laughs> everyone else, <laughs> I will did. admit, part of me was like, "Game here, over." Here we go again. Here we go. 
and and honestly, that's why that's why I really thought Fields showed me something last night is that he threw that he threw that interception, and a lot of young quarterbacks will get pissed off. They'll try to do too much. They'll they'll fuck it up, and they'll they'll end up you know burying themselves. And I thought he showed a lot of resilience after that pick, and he stepped up and he made some nice throws. You know, again, he's never going to throw for 400 yards, you know. I hope I hope happen. so one day. Well, when we have some talent, I think he will. But you know what? He made some really nice throws down the field. He, he actually went through his progressions. He threw some short passes, which was nice to see, especially in the touchdown that, to the Herbert. The throw to uh, Cole Komet was oh, that very was a nice. Great throw. And and it was, and it, and it was, it was a nice run. catch, And too. it was an on the run. But I think Cole thought that he was out of bounds. And he was like, get, get, get to the fucking line, man. Get come on, guys! For real, but no, he but he put that ball right on the money. Man. Yeah, that was dude, a really nice. Throw. There's just some throws that Fields makes, and you're like, wow, we might have it. And you know what I, you know what really impresses me about this guy is that, uh, you know, whatever people can, you know, comment, talk shit about me later, but I think he is Jalen Hurts, but with a better arm. I mean, and not even uh, probably even a much better arm. But he's got the same athletic ability with a much better arm. And if you actually put some talent around him, like like an AJ Brown, you put some talent around this guy. I don't know, man. I, I there's no reason why he can't duplicate I, I, what Jalen Hurts is doing. That's I definitely I mean. think he has. I definitely think if you put the same talent around Fields, he probably do. I, equal I think or he's better, a better quarterback. Overall yeah, quarterback. I, I have to think about that though, because Jalen Hurts. I mean, they're both really good at running. No, they are. I and, and I'm not saying Hurts doesn't have a an arm because he does, but his accuracy and everything combined, I still think Fields is uh, is, I, is a better overall passer. I I don't know if I'm going out of the limb or out of line saying this, but I think I think Fields is one of the better uh, deep passers in the league. I don't think. Am I am yeah. I am I wrong for no, saying that? I don't think you are at all. I just think a we don't have any receivers to take the top off, and yeah. b by the time they take the top off, Fields has three defenders. In his no, I, I agree, but like, but what we've seen so far, the I don't know if it's a short sample, but I've seen enough where I'm 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 getting excited. I I will say this: after seven games, I feel like we have the right guy at quarterback if we put the right talent around him. Right? You know, I agree, and so. As long as I don't hear bullshit from management saying, I, I just don't want to hear rumors that if well, if we lose and we got a top ten, no, no. we're going to go draft you, a quarterback or did, did like you, I don't want to hear any of that. Did stuff. you hear what polls said after the game? Polls polls actually said a lot of positive things about Field, so it looks. I mean, it, you know, he, he says you know we have we have our future quarterback. What people when he, say when he says that though that's that's a good thing though. What people say and what people do is two different things. So we'll we'll see I agree. but but Joey, like I to. let's agree on this. I don't think they're looking Jed to, Hoyer Jed Hoyer could be saying, "Hey, we're going to spend a ton of money and not spend it." No, he said we're going to be intelligent. So Yeah, that which can go both ways, but more most likely we're going to sign two uh starters that are on one-year deals, I, let's not get into we're that. Gonna that's going to be annoying. Yeah, we're gonna sign I mean, it's, it's still better than the White Sox situation. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Are you hearing that, Hervey? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have him on the show because he needs to vent. No, yeah, I, I got a couple of uh, White Sox fans. They can that, come that, too. Want to get in here? I want to know. I want to know why Trebuzio is dying to get on here, and then uh, my friend Paulo, I, I know, would love to get on here talking about. The I want to know why. Uh, we'll go back to the Bears in a little bit, but I just want to know why. 
any franchise, any organization would cancel a festival <laughs> two to three months. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Two to three months. Yeah, it, it, the, the whole point of a festival is to get excited for the new season. They canceled it. Right. What does that tell you? I don't know. And and honestly, their fans, I mean, I saw you posted on Anthony's thing, and he's like, they deserve to cancel it. I'm like, man, their, their fans are really down bad right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought that was very odd. Like, all, you were, and there was no reason for it either. <laughs> There's no valid reason. They, they just announced in the middle of October, yeah. I, it, like during you know, the playoffs, and, and, oh, yeah, we're and, canceling the fan festival for next year. So don't get excited about next year, right? Is that what is that the sign? Is that is that the point? Did they, did they, did they not want to do it because they don't have a manager yet? Is that what it was? Or I don't know. Or are they going to bring Tony Larusa so I, so the fans could egg him or something? I like, almost feel bad for White Sox fans because you know. Well, I feel bad in the sense that I felt like they had a lot of talent and they were not able to stay healthy, and a lot of those young guys that they hyped about. Well, a lot of them couldn't stay on the field or got, you know, or just didn't produce. Well, well, what do people say these days? Availability is just as, as important as uh, ability, right? Right. Like, if you can't stay healthy, you can't you can't produce. And that's an issue with the White Sox. But also, when they are healthy, and I, I don't know, I'm, I, might, I might be going too far when I say this, but, like, I don't know if, Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez, I don't know how how great they are. I, I've seen flashes, but I, I got to see a full season out of them before, you know, buy, buy, uh, buy into the hype. You know what I mean? Like how White Sox fans did. They bought into the hype, but they haven't stayed healthy at all. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, and I kind of question some of their some of their moves, too. They, they, they basically have, like, seven DHs on their team. And no one plays defense. Yeah, so, like, that's not a recipe to win baseball. Yeah, games. they're the worst. Uh, they're the worst team in the majors. I, I still, I still think Rick Hahn's a good GM, though. So I, I think they'll they'll definitely make some moves to improve that. They'll probably trade a couple with one what? or two of the young guys. With what? I don't try to get a left-handed bat. Try to get no, some defensive what, help. I mean, that's what they're you think he's a good going. GM, but like, what 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 does a GM need most of the time? How do you get better? What make some better moves? I don't. I don't fucking. No, know. I'm no specifically like you need something to get better. No, right. You need you need players to trade or you need money. To yeah, spend one of the exactly. Other. And the they owner already of the, spent a lot of money. So they already spent a lot of money, and they have to get rid of like I'm hearing that they're gonna get rid of Abreu and use that money somewhere else. They're gonna probably put Andrew Vaughn at first. I'm. I don't know if that's a really good move. So you think they'll trade Jake Berger probably then? I mean, that's one guy they could trade. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Look at this. Look at this. White Sox fan. You. you know, White Sox fans should be, like, loving our podcast. We've literally talked for, like, five minutes. I don't know who Sox. the fuck Jake Berger is, so. <laughs> but, I I mean, Ryan Storm is not going to spend too much more money. Yeah, look at the Bulls. They won't even go a penny into the luxury tax. All right, I don't even want to get mad about that, but yeah. So later, let, we'll, we'll finish. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Bulls in a bit. But uh, here, let's go back. Um, let's go back to the Bears. So I think we we've discussed enough about the game. Like I said, I think we're we're still overall happy that they won. Wait, wait. There are, there's a couple more points I want to make. Right, go, I, go, go I also want to go ahead. And go ahead. I, I think you agree with this. I like their like that they're using Herbert more and they're giving him 
an equal opportunity with Montgomery. And I think it will make Montgomery better in the long run because it'll keep him healthy. He's fresh throughout the game. So I do like this committee. I think it works. I I, I do it. I think it does. And too. there are two different types of running back. But tell me right now, if you, I've been talking about this with my friends on a, on a group text, and I, I got to agree with them too. I think they should be trying to trade Montgomery right now. I mean, you saw what the um, what the Jaguars just got for James Robinson, who don't, who I don't think is as good as Montgomery, and they got a fifth and a sixth round pick. I, I think they got a six-round pick that can turn into a fifth-round pick based on how he does the rest of the year. But I'm just so, saying, if that's what they got for James Robinson, then the Bears could probably get a third- or a fourth-rounder for him. Okay, and, and if they're and not going to sign him, why not get something? Do you not agree? Especially if this season's lost anyway, you're not going to win the Super Bowl, and you can you can have Ebner be a, a backup. And I have think Herbert. Pose might buy into signing montgomery to an extension depending on how much he wants i don't see it you don't see it and why you don't think because we still need to sign like 13 linemen we still need to sign (laughs) 10 receivers and we need all the money to get that yeah but and that's already a position where you've already proven time and time again that you can win it in the draft and you can win it drafting late jordan howard was a fourth round pick we cut ties on him some fans got pissed about that jordan howard we never heard of him after that um we got Montgomery in the third round. He's been great for us. He's going to get paid. Let him fucking leave. We got uh, Herbert in, what, the fifth round. We can draft another guy next year. We have Ebner. I think th- the point is is that running backs get hurt a lot. Running backs break down. And to me, they're just not worth paying when you already have Herbert here who's already excelling. But here's, but that's a, just, that's but just here's the thing. If, if we let go of Montgomery, whether – okay, if you trade him for a third round, I can I can deal with that if they don't think that they can re-sign him at a great value. But if we let him go in the offseason, that's just another need that they have to fill. And, and I'm but, sorry, I love Herbert, but he's good at his role right now. There's no, there's no indication that – Hit. Giving them 20 to... First of all, running backs don't run... There's not a lot of running backs in the league that get 20 to 25 carries anymore. This See, isn't like the... But the thing is, last year when we when we were um, when we were down Montgomery for a couple weeks, Herbert stepped right in. He took 20 to 25 carries at least three or four games. But can he and, do and it the whole fun. season and not and still be fresh? I mean, a lot of, re, a lot of the times, hey, a lot of these teams go by committee for a reason. But why not? The game's getting more violent. Right, but why not next man up? You know, you have, you have another running back, you bring him up, and you start giving him the five or ten carries. Yeah, I think, I think a, lot of, a lot of us fall into this trap with, because the way the game's evolving, that it's easier to find running backs in the late rounds. But, but it really it really has been. And if you look at look at the Brees tra- Hall, Brees Hall got drafted in the second round. Right. And there was a reason for that. Right. He's a very, very good running back. Right. And he's fast. Right. He got hurt yesterday. But I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I still think there's a difference between it, it, it just depends. If your line's really good, then a sixth round, seventh round talented running back well, can succeed. And but, look at and look at the Jaguars, for instance. So they're they're if if you think about it, they're in the same spot. They're rebuilding Right, they're rebuilding their team. They have a younger running back at Etienne. There, they have Robinson, who, if you think about it, Robinson was undrafted. So they essentially got Robinson 
undrafted. Mm-hmm. He had produced for them very well, and then they were able to flip him and get a sixth or fifth rounder. So that's that's phenomenal. He was a solid running back. He had he didn't really have great speed, but 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 that but that's my point is that they're saying okay. And I think Etienne just came back from an injury, and he's not necessarily a big, strong running back, but he's literally their only running back now. He's yeah. going to get every touch. Well, I mean, they also drafted him because uh, he's got really good uh, receiving skills as well. I mean, that but means so does him. Herbert. I mean, Herbert's shown it that he's got great receiving skills for out of the backfield. I, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I listen. He, he that pass from Justin Fields. By the way, great pass, great fake. Great call. It should have been should have been a roughing the passer. Yeah, so agreed. I don't know how that's not a roughing the passer. I'm even more confused, like what roughing so the passer is after watching that. Derek Carr gets a roughing the passer for getting sacked, and he gets there was there was a late hit and he was sandwiched between two. Guys. Yeah, I mean that play was very well designed. Herbert caught the ball, and it wasn't a great throw because no, it was know, like wobbly because he got because he, he got sandwiched. So, and that's another. Man, I can't I, I can't fathom watching Fields get hit every time, every game, like two to three times. Like, and it looks like he's dead on the ground. <laughs> like, it looks like that sometimes. That's but like, yeah, I'm no, scared. I, I saw scared. that. You're I'm right. Scared at those Philly and Buffalo games coming up. That's what I'm. That's gonna be for. scary. But we'll look. We'll talk about that later. Herbert, yeah, that was a great catch. I like how he came out. Just, I mean, he's he looks fast. I don't know if he's actually fast. Is he actually fast? I don't know. Who? He Herbert? Yeah. I mean, he looked fast he's out faster there. Faster than Montgomery, I'll tell you that. Montgomery is more uh, obviously built to run between the tackles, but Herbert's, I mean, though, the good, good the good thing about Herbert and that's why he's succeeding in this offense is because in a zone scheme run run scheme, whatever they call it, you need a one cut back and he, that's what he does. He cuts once and then he hits the hole right away. And that's what he's been doing. I I don't know. I I just I don't want I don't want to like get him to the point where like all right you're the starter and now you're gonna get all the touches because usually that doesn't really work out. I think you need to have depth, and I think you need to consistently use everybody throughout the roster. And I like his role. Like, 12 to 15 touches keeps him fresh throughout the season, his career as well. You know, I don't want to run, run him to the ground because, okay, like, he's doing so much with 10 carries. What can he do with, like, 20 carries? So, you know what I mean? It just I don't know if, that, if right. it works like so, that in the NFL so, like that. Yeah, so here's the thing. If I had to predict what the Bears are going to do, I think ultimately they're going to keep Montgomery, but I don't think that they're going to keep him simply or solely based on the fact that that means they're going to keep him next year. Mm-hmm. I think they might keep him for for not getting anybody else hurt. And 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 what, what do you I mean, mean by what, that? what I mean by that is to your point for one, not having Herbert have to take twenty five carries a game the rest of the year, or B. Then maybe not. I think be, I think you're undervaluing uh, David no, Montgomery, though. No, no, but but the, but or you're overlooking what he does in the game. I'm, for I'm not saying that. I, I'm I'm saying that that's how much they value him for this season. Is that they wouldn't trade him because they don't want either Khalil Herbert to have to take that much more of the brunt of the offense for the rest of the season, or B, 
if they don't feel like they can run the ball as effectively or as much, that they can get fields hurt. So I think that you might be right in the fact that they'll keep him around. I just don't see, I just don't see a, a, a way. Although, the only thing I could see to your point is that running backs don't get signed as often anymore, and maybe, maybe he he comes back on a cheap deal. But they're definitely not gonna they're definitely not gonna franchise tag him. They're not gonna pay him a top three salary of a running back. No, it'll be it'll be somewhere in the range of like four years, sixteen to twenty five million, I would right. say. And here's another thing. He's also he also blocks and a running back like a starting running back in the NFL, they need to they need to have the ability to block and block wall because you can get your quarterback killed. So if you can't block, then you're you're going to be very limited in terms of what you can offer to the team. There, there's going to be a, a special right. You know who I think, and again, I'm just this is all speculation. I've even seen a rumor, but two teams that I could see knocking on the Bears' door for Montgomery would be Buffalo. In Philadelphia, to me, those are two teams that are built to win right now. Who are missing that aspect on their offense? A power running back who can bulldoze in from the from the goal line and score. I can see Buffalo definitely. Philly's got Miles Sanders. He's not that. I'm sorry. He's not the you know third and goal, two second and goal. Give him to him at the two yard line, at the one yard line. Let him run it in. And I think they could use a guy like that. I, think, I just don't know if those teams are willing to give up a second, third, or fourth round for Montgomery. I think so. Because especially Buffalo. I mean, they, that's bu- if the Bears want to do it. Buffalo was was interested in McCaffrey. But he's not McCaffrey. I, I get that. But it could be someone they can get cheaper who could still. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything. And Right. Again, I'm, I'm just saying those two teams. Let's just, just remember from. who our GM is. He comes from Kansas City. And what, did, what does Kansas City do right now? They use they throw the ball a lot. They throw the ball a lot, but they also they're running back. They're running backs. They use two to three. They've always done that. Right. Andy Reid's always done that. Right. And he but that's but, where but the majority of them just catch the ball out of the backfield. They don't they, they run the ball twenty percent of the time, thirty percent. No, they run okay. Lately, yes, but I I think they've been trying to emphasize on running the ball. Or I, I guess they're, they've been trying to, but they have Patrick Mahomes, and you know they're always going to want to just pass. I guess at yeah. that point. So right. I so, think you're, I think you're right so, in that case. But so let's see, let, let's just see what happens. Again, to your point, I would probably predict that I, the Bears won't make any moves. I don't think they will. If they trade anyone, it probably be Quinn more than than Montgomery. But we'll see. We'll see if they do any uh, if they do any moves. Anything else you want to bring up for the Monday night game? I'm, I think I'm pretty tapped out. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy we won. Although it's one win closer to getting a worse draft pick. <laughs> it's true, but it doesn't it feel great? Doesn't it feel great to have the same record as the Packers right now? It's just I don't know. To me, it's just it's it's funny because it's like we were supposed to be the worst team, in according to a lot of people in the NFL, and the Packers were or were a Super Bowl contender. I don't think we were ever. I mean, I know a lot of experts. A lot of experts that, were saying that. Not yeah. even me or you, but experts were saying that they were the worst team. 
Um, We're in the playoff hunt. So, like, I'm going to fall into that stupid trap that we might have a shot to make the playoffs, even though I know we have zero shot no, of winning the Super Bowl. I don't think Bowl. so. I, don't think I mean, we'll see. I mean, no one gave us a chance to beat New England. I mean, I can see the Bears going to da- Dallas and winning a low-scoring game. I, I could see I, it. I, I, I could Especially see it. with our defense I, and our talented sec- secondary. I, I could, mean, I could see it, but I don't. It, 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 again, I'm, we're going to make our prediction here. Um, I'm probably going to take Dallas. I hate to say it. But you know what? Maybe I should take Dallas because when I predicted them to lose, I mean, they almost beat the Vikings and then they, and then they beat the uh, the Patriots. And when I predicted them to win against the, the Commanders, they lost. So maybe I should be predicting for them to lose. Um, so so here, let's even talk about matchup. I mean, if you, th- if you thought New England was a better defense we faced, I mean, this is going to be tough. Dallas, Dallas's Dallas defense is, is very, really good. Very good. It might I don't know if they're the best defense. Top five defense in the NFL. Yes, agreed. Top five. Agreed. Parsons so, is awesome. So they're again And I expect the Bears to run the ball a and lot. Again, but I expect I expect them to once again and here and here's the problem. We need the receivers to get open. Because again, to to, to uh, Ryan Clark's point. If they're only putting four men on the box and they're still getting pressure because our line sucks, then we're going to be in deep trouble. I think the Bears are going to run. I did you watch the Eagles Cowboys game? Uh, I did. You did? I did. So how did the Eagles beat Dallas? Hmm. I don't remember exactly. Okay. I from what I remember, they're running the ball. They were being physical, and they were running the ball a lot, from what I remember. And I think that's what the Bears are going to be doing. They're going to run a lot. Well, I agree with that 100%, because then you also control the ball. Maybe staying the obvious here, I get it. Whoever's listening, they're probably <laughs> laughing. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, Phil, I we get that. They, they run the ball like, all the time. You know how we're going to win? No, we're going to throw it 50 times. No, but like I feel like the Bears, they're going to make it a point to run the ball, shorten the game up. I... <laughs> Dallas is their run defense is okay. It's not great though, right? And so you you and they got to be physical. And I hundred percent agree with you. You we have to either win win on first down and second down, make it third and manageable, so that we can actually get a first down and Fields doesn't have to stand in the pocket long. I think we should continue the um, the design run plays. I thought those were great. With Would Fields. you be surprised if Fields got like fifteen to twenty rushes in this game against N- Dallas? Not at all. I, it's probably going to happen. I just hope he doesn't die. I hope Michael Parsons. doesn't Yeah, kill. that's the one thing about having a running quarterback, especially as he lead as Fields, because he does remind me of Lamar Jackson. He does. He does. He does. Right. Um, I think he's going to be a better thrower or passer. I'm sorry. Right. I think down the road, I would like to see him develop into a pocket passer, but I think that's going to take a couple of years from what I've seen with Fields. And I think part of the reason why he holds the ball too long is because he doesn't trust to throw the ball when the receiver isn't open. And you got to do that in the NFL. You got to throw, throw the receiver it can't open. Be, it can't be when the guy's wide open and you just throw. It's not, it's not college. Like in the NFL, you have to throw the ball before the no, and, receiver gets it's, open. It's, it's such, and he has not proved yeah. that. And it's such a good he point. can do that. It's, it's such a good point because yeah. if you look at Josh Allen, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen played at Wyoming okay. with very subpar talent. And so when you looked at his his um, completion percentage, he, I think it was in college it was like 56%. And I remember Mel Kuyper, who's 
I will say he's half right, half wrong usually with with these things. But he he loved Josh Allen, and I remember he all he kept saying was, "Don't worry about his um, his accuracy. He played in a you know whatever small school, he'll be fine." And he was he was right. And then when you look at at Fields, when you get to play with four All American receivers and offensive linemen, then of course you're going to look better. And you're gonna have more open guys. Agree. So I think that that's that's a very telltale sign. Sometimes you have to throw the ball before the wide receiver gets open. Yeah, you gotta you throw just, them open. Yes, throw them open. Yes, you gotta trust that they're gonna be there. And that's why they should bring they should bring back that old school uh, quarterback challenge. Remember from the '90s when they had those targets moving and you had to throw it. Oh, to, yeah, yeah. I said, to, no, no, no. I yeah, I know what you're talking. You had about. to throw it before so that the ball would hit the target. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, you we can't fully judge Fields this year because he doesn't have the appropriate talent around him, and that's no, a thousand that's percent on, agree. A thousand percent. That's on Ryan Pace for killing our cap, and that's on Poles because he was. I think he it looked like he was. I don't think he was purposely focusing on defense, but he just rather went the defensive route because the the guys he wanted. Or maybe I don't know. I really don't know at this point what, why he went the way, the route that he went with drafting. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, he, I, he does. He was saying that he wasn't going to reach for anybody, so he felt like he was reaching if right. he picked any of the offensive guys that we wanted. Right. 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 So, so again, man, if we're going to talk about this game, mm-hmm. I think I think we'll keep it low scoring, like we have been most of the games, and it's going to be a shootout. <laughs> It just yesterday was kind of a shootout, right? It I was mean, look. It was heading towards to be a shootout in the second half. There was nothing. Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm going to say Dallas. Um, I was going to say Dallas twenty four thirteen. That's my my prediction. All right, I'm going to go. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go twenty one seventeen Bears. Wow. I just feel like when Dallas gets into this, like when everyone's getting excited about Dallas, I think <laughs> they find a way to. Like, well, well, they almost found a way to fuck the like, the Lions game up. Yeah, they ended up. I they mean, ended up blowing was, them out, but it was it was very it was close. very it was very close, right? The, All the way up to the, the, the Jamal Williams fumble just screwed screwed Detroit. That's right. Not at the one yard. That's right. That's why you have to watch every game. Or understand what happened because like exactly. the final score doesn't tell the whole story. But that's it what I'm really saying. Doesn't. Red zone is amazing. Yeah, especially when the Bears aren't playing because then you can just watch red zone. You know, they have wouldn't. To be. They wouldn't even show them on the red zone because they're never in there. <laughs> they would be on the field goal zone, <laughs> Cairo Santos. Or, or the three and out zone, Cairo Santos zone. Yeah, but I'm just I I don't know hey, because the way the what, NFL season is going. If, if you're right, man, that'd be awesome. I just right now. I mean, I could definitely see it, and I can also see Dallas blowing us out. Right. I could see it. I could see Fields throwing four interceptions, five fumbles. Like I could definitely see we, that. We have to promise one thing though: if that happens, we're not going to come here and say Justin Fields is done. We, no, we can't overreact. No, yeah, no overreact. you're right. You listen. I've seen enough of Justin Fields this year. Seven games. I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but it is a lot of footage. I know we have the right quarterback if we put the right pieces around him. I agree. Build the team around him and the skill set. That's what I've seen. Yeah. So we'll see what type of moves we make in the offseason, but I I don't want to see – I don't want to see, you know, 
rumors about other quarterbacks. The Bears have too many holes. We're, Fields is getting next year and the year after that, you know, and then we'll see how the team is. But I don't want to worry about quarterback. Right. Agreed? Uh, I agree. So here, before – so obviously we got the Bears all set up. So before we go to to the Bulls, because I do want to talk about the Bulls, I just want to bring up a couple things about about the NFL, about Sunday. Like eye-opening. So three future Hall of Fame former NFL MVP quarterbacks, right? And yeah. all three of them are either struggling, their teams are struggling – or they're benched. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to get your view on this because, like I said, this season has just been so crazy. So if, so let's start with Matt Ryan first. I mean, what the fuck happened there? Bro, the Colts were, like, thinking Super Bowl contender, we got Matt Ryan. And, honestly, he's playing worse than Carson Wentz did last year. I don't know. It's very um, it's very odd because their line I, – I think their line got hurt, right? Some of the some of the guys, I think so. You're just seeing a lot of weird things, like yeah. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay got blown out by the Panthers. But, but that was gonna be my next one. Tom yeah. Brady, he's struggling. The team's struggling. Wait, is Brady struggling? He is, or is the he, whole team struggling? Well, the whole There's team, difference. including him. And then, and then I'll I'll come back to that. But I wanted to bring up something with Green Bay as well because I've seen a lot of Green Bay games as well, and I think Rodgers is doing fine. His receivers are. Not showing up. Well, and I think the play calling is terrible. Is it? You have you have two stud running backs, and they're throwing forty six passes a game in in a close game. Maybe why, I'm not why, paying attention like, to the game that no, well. Like point, are they not running the ball more? I no, thought that's what they were doing. No, and they're not running it. Effectively. Oh man, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. I may be, maybe I'm drunk at that time yeah. watching these games. <laughs> no, I thought like, they I, were running the ball. I, I thought they were run first team, and then you know. And this is the way to save Rodgers, right? Isn't that why, uh, but, whatever his but, name but, is? But that's what I thought the point was. I thought the point is, okay, we got AJ Dillon and we have, um, and we have uh, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. Let's use them more effectively. So you know, since we're lacking on the receiving core, but man, they they just look like they look like shit, man. Well, I mean, no, no one scares me on Green Bay, like in terms of receivers. I will tell you that much. Nobody. Rand- well, well, maybe Randall Cobb because I'm a Bears fan I mean, and he's but, killed but, us in the but, past. But, but the point is is that the Bears have equally or worse of a receiving core and we're actually having a little more success right now. That doesn't make sense to me when they have Aaron Rodgers. Well, based on the New England game, but not Washington, not the Giants. I mean, we still threw for almost 200 yards. Rodgers is throwing 40 passes to throw for like 180 yards right now. What the hell's going on? In the last game? He, I got to look at his stats. I don't want to comment. I, I know he's not doing good in fantasy. That's how I only know he's doing bad. So here, I'll tell you right now. The game ended 23-21. That was it, the it, last it, game. It, but it, talk about every game. Well, okay, well, well, look. So 23-21, if you watched it, Green Bay was in the game or leading almost the entire game. They were. I don't. They were. No, I don't think they were leading the whole game. Well, they were leading a good amount of Because I watched the entire they second had, half. They had it, 12 Carries <coughs> for the entire game. 12. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, they should be running the ball, right? With yeah. two running backs, right. stud running backs. And, and, Rogers and threw 35 passes. Didn't the Bears have success running against Washington? So why aren't they running? That's my point. 
Although Taylor Heineke looks a lot better than once, by the way. Yeah, and again, what, what I'm saying is I, I'm not trying to say that Rodgers is playing garbage. It's only his fault. I'm just saying these teams that are not succeeding, and these are Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are kind of struggling. I mean, Brady Brady is also throwing like 50 passes a game to throw for 280. His That's numbers true. Are but, not like, good. but like if you look across the league, right, the scoring is down, they said, everywhere. Other than Buffalo. Other than <laughs> Buffalo and uh, the Chiefs. Right. But the scoring is down this year right. a lot. I think defenses have gotten better and have ca- caught up a little bit I, with I, the I, offense. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But, no, but the, like I said, the Matt Ryan thing just kind of surprises me. Well, maybe maybe age has caught caught but, up to him. But And it's one thing if they had a, a, um, a backup where you're like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. Ryan Fitzpatrick. S- Sam Ellinger? Yeah. Like who, um, I don't even know who that is. That's the guy that played for play? Texas. I I mean I heard Matt Ryan also hurt his shoulder. Yeah, but but you but you saw what the coach said. He's like, this is not we're not this is we're benching him. Well, he hasn't looked good. Right. It, it, it's funny too how like we look at these quarterback stats now and compare them to, you know, the eighties and nineties, when to me it's not fair because Matt Ryan leads the NFL in picks and he's got nine. Which, which, if you if you do for the whole season, it's like twenty. It, you know, in like the nineties, there was like ten quarterbacks that threw twenty or more interceptions mm-hmm. because there wasn't a pass interference on every play call. Let's just let's just say this: what we thought was going to happen this year, like, is not happening. Yeah, like, <laughs> other we than thought Buffalo, the Colts, other than Buffalo, yeah, the Buffalo Bills and the Chiefs, you know, playing as we expect them to play, right? But, but everyone how many, else, how many surprises? How about Geno Smith? That's true. I'm happy, I'm for, I'm happy for that guy. He was written off. I mean, he lost Metcalf, but yeah, I mean, seven games into it, yeah, I'm I'm pretty impressed because right. I thought he was a terrible and, and, it, and it's funny, how the fuck did someone like Josh Rosen get like four chances mm-hmm. and Geno Smith got one chance in a crappy situation in New York and then no one gave him a chance until now. He literally just became a backup instantly. Like no team. Well, Gino, was like, hey, well, Gino we Smith wasn't a top ten pick, and so usually guys that get drafted in the first round, like they'll get a lot of chances, even though you may know like he doesn't have it. Just like Darnold's gotten, you know, a couple <laughs> it's chances. Garbage too. So is Baker Mayfield. Yeah, you know Daniel Jones has been playing well. I know you have him in fantasy. You can bring that up, blah, blah, blah. No. I get it. I mean, I played him one week. Yeah, I know. I know you were going to bring this up, so I just said it because I know how you are because you were you were not happy about starting him. Hey, that worked, that worked I didn't out. even have him available. I had to start Mariota. He sucked. And it was a play from behind script, and he still couldn't. It was garbage. He had one, like, bomb touchdown, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, to... Um, Bird, it? Darius, uh, da- yeah, Bird, Bird, yeah. <laughs> he he had one last year too. Yeah, Pace loves to sign ex Bears players because I know he's with the Falcons. Is he really? Yeah, like he's not the GM. He's not the one making all the decisions. Oh, I hope not. He's part of the decision making, which is kind of scary still, right? <laughs> you know what's what else is funny is that they have Patterson, and I know he's hurt right now. But like, you know how we used to make fun of the Bears, Nagy using him in as a running back? Well, no, it's because he just used them incorrectly. He would use them. He would use them on like, 
like the worst play calls ever at the I, worst times. But I, but I loved Patterson. But like he he's been the full time running back and the last two years. He's been great prior to the injury, obviously. Yeah, but he's always been good, like in the open field. So like, why not make him the full time running back? But I mean, no, and and you know what's funny? See, th- this is this is what I say that there is for football. Things are usually right about ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. right? You don't sign a running back. You you sign a quarterback instead, most important position. But on a team like the Giants, I almost feel like there they, it almost makes sense to sign Saquon because Saquon is one of those one in a million kind of running backs. And what do you mean one in a million? Where he can he can be if he can be on the field every play of every game, catch passes, run the ball, and and he's just phenomenal. You know what I mean? He's a game breaker. He's not just a you know, move the chains, you know, goal line. Well, I mean, but we've seen a lot a, of running backs. He doesn't like need that. a second running back, is my point. He can well, handle the But that's the what I that's what I've been saying. There's not a lot of running backs that can go But to my point is the you know, like with most quarter with most teams, you're like Daniel Jones is not gonna be our future. Daniel Jones cannot we can't win with him. I feel like the Giants have shown that they can win with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not gonna light up the scoreboard, but he can do enough. So you mm-hmm. can so they might be able to sign Jones to a very affordable deal and and win with him as quarterback. Do you really think do you really fucking think that the coach is going to re-sign Jones? They might. It, I, it depends. If they re-sign No chance is he going to put his name on that fucking quarterback. <laughs> Daniel Jones is garbage. I don't care how good he's done this year. He's still putting up very mediocre numbers for a quarterback. Right. He's playing he's playing mistake free ball here, and the coach has put him in successful right. situations, but, but there's no fucking chance Brian DeBall is gonna put his name well, on listen, that listen, quarterback. Listen, no out. chance. Hey, hear me out. Hear me there's out. There's no chance. Here, just hear me out. He's probably mad that they have five wins. My turn. You told me it was my turn. So Okay, go ahead. With the way that they're with the way that they're playing right now. And they, they have a pretty good defense. And if they want to re-sign Barkley, and now and now if they can actually get... Because think about it, Daniel Jones is also playing with no receivers right now at all. Agree. But and, he can't and, throw. And, and again, I'm not saying that he's really good. But teams have I done I know it. you're not saying Team, that. Teams I know that have, too. Right, right. Teams have done it in the past where they're able to have a quarterback who just does enough. They're able to sign him for cheaper and build around him a much better team with the money they have and win the Super Bowl. It's happened, and it can still happen. Yeah, I think they're the worst 5-1 so, so team ever. Let me ask ever. you another question. How much better is Jimmy Garoppolo than Daniel Jones? Give him the same is amount the of talent. Is the ball trying to get Jimmy no, Garoppolo, no. or are we just talking in general? No, no, no. Give them the same amount of talent. Who's better? The same. I amount. mean, Don't, take away Debo. Take away. McCaffrey, I've never. Okay, so here's the thing. I've never seen Jones with a talented roster okay. as well. Okay. Other than Barkley, he's never had a really good line. I I will give him that. I still think he's a terrible quarterback. Right. I, there's just something but, about him. But you think that you I think I've watched for years. Garoppolo's good. Well, here's the thing. Garoppolo has all the talent in the world, and he actually looks worse <laughs> from last year. So I, I no no I, I I get what you're saying so I get the point the Niners, what you're saying I'm just that, telling you Niners, right now yeah, I'm going to repeat yeah. this again There's no chance Brian DeBall is going to put his name on Daniel Jones Very interesting No chance Let's see And and I will tell you we another will thing see. We will And see. I will also tell you another thing The Giants are are they five and one right now 
Are they, they six and one? Six and one. They're six and one. Six and they one. are the worst six and one team I ever seen in my life. They are who we thought they were. Their Giants yeah. are garbage. I do not believe my in them. My point is, is if, the Bears should have beat them. If Jimmy Garoppolo, could take, I'm a Bears if, fan, but they should have beat them. If Jimmy Garoppolo could take a team to the Super Bowl with all that talent. I think Daniel Jones, with all that talent that he has, could do the same exact thing. The, the ball's and, not going to – the ball work with Josh Allen. He's not going to downgrade to Daniel Jones. So, he so had order, to so do wait, it so to get order, the job. So give me a, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. In order for them to sign a quarterback that's really good – Or going, draft. They're either going to – But you think they're going to – with a team that's improving like this, they're going to just draft another quarterback and start all over? I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants went on a losing streak. You don't think the Giants might? Sign? It's a nice story because you don't think been, the Giants might re-sign him to a cheap two-year deal and draft a quarterback. Well, first of all, this is how much they believed in Daniel Jones, right? They did not exercise his uh, fifth-year option. I get that. My point is, you don't see them possibly, since they're already pretty good, re-sign him to a cheap deal and and drafting a quarterback. I think if Brian DeBall was smart, and I think he's a smart guy, he was like, "I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to get rid of." Half this motherfucking roster. That's what he would say. He was like, if I win, great. But they know what I was coming into. That's why they brought me here. Right. So I'm sure he's happy. I'm sure he wants to win, right? Every coach wants to win, even if they know that they can't win with this so, roster. Right. I, but there's I, no way you can't convince me that I'm just getting back he's to gonna you. say, I, Oh like, yeah, let's sign him to a five year deal. Even if you're paying him twenty million a year, there there's no chance. So, I'm sorry. So okay, so again, let me go back. And if this. it does happen, then he He's going to get fired in four years. <laughs> I don't think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. No, right. He's great at running, right. just like Fields. But the times I've seen him, that he had to make a throw. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Right. So, but again, my whole point is when I said, are they going to sign someone else and be able to form you? Like, no, they'll draft somebody. My point is they're not going to draft somebody and play him right away. Someone else is going to have to play quarterback for the next year or two. You don't think that they would keep him around for another year or two? Yeah, but if they're okay, so they let's say let's say they have a winning season, right? Let's say they make the playoffs, right? Do you think Jones is going to? Oh, I, yeah, I'll sign a one-year deal. You well, know, I, knowing that no, they're going to no, draft another one, maybe a two or three-year deal. I could see it happening. Maybe I mean it. It takes two to tangle, right? Jones I don't think needs there's going to gonna be a bunch of teams giving him a huge deal. Is my point? The Giants might be able to get him cheap. That's a good point. So maybe you're right on that. But that, that's all I'm saying. And again, I, I hate to sound like I love Daniel Jones or anything. I'm just saying. I think, I think you do. Po- he had 30 points in fucking fantasy. I think it's a possibility that he gets signed to a, a short-term two, three-year deal for a decent amount, and then they draft if, the quarterback. If you put it that way, yes. Because they are winning. They're not going to be in play for any of the top quarterbacks. Although, listen, I've seen a lot of college football this year. There's there's about four quarterbacks that have a first-round grade. There might be up to seven. So that might help the Bears, by the way, if we're trying to draft down. That's or good, trade down, sorry, trade down. That's a good point. No, the more quarterbacks there are in the first round next year, it's going to help the Bears. If we know that they're not going to be good, well, or no. maybe, or maybe they win out and make the fucking playoffs. I don't know. I can't tell you what's going to happen because hey, they re- have the same record as Green Bay, San Francisco, re- and regardless of what happens, though, to your point, that's a great point because if we have the sixth pick again, I'm just saying it. Yeah, and we let's say that we can get a receiver that we like in alignment that we have graded at the bottom of the first round. To your point, we might be able to trade down, have two picks, and get. Two needs yeah. in the first round. Usually, when you're when you have a pick where someone wants that pick because they want to get a quarterback, that's or, usually our dumbasses that, doing that. 
Well, yeah, twice. <laughs> twice. But anytime someone's moving up, it's for a quarterback. Like, right. if I feel like nine out of ten times. Right. Like, a big jump. Not like trading uh, two spots up to get, like, a wide receiver or something like that. I'm talking about a big jump. So, right. I don't know. I will... <laughs> It's hard for I can't root against the Bears. I want them to win every game if possible, but realistically, they're not going to. So hopefully, we have a top ten pick. I, I what would really suck is if we have a sixteen seventeen pick where we didn't make the playoffs, but no, we're right there, like yeah, mediocre. That, that to me would be a lose, lose, lose for me because well, not in the NFL draft. No, like you can I'm still get a really good player. I would lose the bet against you. The Bears, oh, the Bears yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. make the playoffs and they get a worse. It was pick. only for 20 bucks. I don't I still want that 20 bucks. Four more wins. Four more wins. I need two against right. Detroit. G- good luck finding those four and wins. And one Minnesota. <laughs> They're not beating Minnesota. At home? Then it's the last game of the year. Bro, I'm on good pace right now. I'm on good Ryan pace right now. You are on a good pace. It's three and four. We're three and four. Yeah, maybe lose to Dallas, but I can definitely see us being Atlanta. We could, we could beat Atlanta and Detroit at least once. The Jets. See if the Jets was at home, I'd pick the Bear I, at New York. That's gonna be. I don't know. We'll is see, it? Is it in New York? It's in New York. It's in New York. Are you sure? I think so. Okay. No, I have season tickets, but, bro. I know we're playing. Oh, okay. Miami, um, Miami, the Lions, Philly, uh, Buffalo, Green Bay. Green Bay and Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Fuck, man. They really fucked us with that schedule. Yo, by the way, with Brees Hall being out for the year, the Bears could win that game. Because Zach Wilson sucks. He is. (laughs) He's terrible, man. Yo, bro, that makes me feel good because. He's a milf hunter, though. Whatever he is, man, the guy looks. The guy can't. The guy's not a quarterback yet. He's. He's too. Busy. No wonder why Elijah Moore wants to be traded. He's too busy. I saw the game. He's why, why did the so Bears trade? For, why did the Bears trade for Elijah Moore? Because Poles is cheap. It seems like it, or he doesn't want to overpay. I don't know what overpaying is anymore. Well, he was drafted. Because he was drafted in the second round. What if we get him for a fifth rounder? You wouldn't do it. No, no, no. I think he would do it for a fifth round. <laughs> I think. I think what the Jets are asking for is at least a second round. They're probably asking That's for a first laughable. round. That's laughable. He had zero targets last week. <laughs> you're throwing the ball to him zero times. Yo, how are you going to ask for pick? a second round pick when you're not even throwing to the guy? Exactly. Right. What the fuck? I, and you know what? I want to. I want to see the Bears make a move like. That has an eye towards the future, like Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, uh, DJ Moore, Moore. (laughs) yeah, DJ Moore, uh, Rondale Moore. (laughs) Um, I was gonna say also like someone that like some teams that they're not using at like Denzel Mims. I would like to see that. Why not? What do we have? Any? We have nothing to lose. Or do you want to keep seeing Pettis and uh, what about Terrence Terrence Marshall? Terrence Marshall too. Yeah. Yeah, I like to see it. He's going to Why waste. not? He's going to waste in Carolina. Yeah, because now DJ, they're building the offense around DJ Moore. He's going to get fifty targets, twenty catches Dude, for fifty can we, yards. Can we really? How bad is Baker Mayfield? I think he's proven he is terrible. He's well, literally he, fucking well, terrible. Well, he's not playing right now, right? Right, but when he was, man, he is. Bad. And Sam Darnold isn't playing, right? Both, are they, wait, they're... are they both hurt? <laughs> PJ Walker looks good. He looks better or than decent. Both. I I can't. I gotta use the he word decent. Looks, but he good looks and decent better. is two he different looks things. Better than both of those. Yeah, guys. I agree. They but beat again, the shit out of Tampa guy, Bay. Those two guys get eighteen chances. This guy, PJ Walker, has to like 
has to play in like 13 leagues to get a chance to play in the NFL. <laughs> That's true. Mayfield and uh, Darnold, I, I don't know what to say. Dar- I think Darnold's done in the NFL. I think they're both or, done. Or they'll find jobs as Baker's, backup quarterbacks. Baker still has six commercials on TV. How? Why? It's kind of – it's it sucks to see that happen to him, though, like because he was a rising star. Was he ever a rising star? He had one really good year where you thought they were going to build – is he basically Johnny Manziel without the partying and the drugs? I think he was better than Johnny Manziel in terms of numbers. I Johnny Manziel was bad. <laughs> really, really bad. Baker Mayfield had success. He almost beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. But but Baker Mayfield also had talent. You gotta you gotta think about that too. He had he had Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, David and Joku, all in Chubb. He had Njoku. Yes, yes. He had Nick and Chubb. He's out for the, he had Kareem yeah. Hunt. Who did who, who did Johnny Manziel have when he was in Cleveland? Do you know anybody on that team? Well, I don't remember. I can't that remember team right was now. Terrible. And, I, and again, I, I hate Johnny Manziel, but my point is he's like a Johnny Manziel. Cocky, you know, arrogant kind of. Okay, know. so so that that's and this goes back to feels too. Like once we like you said for Jalen Hurts and Tool, right? And by the way, I'm gonna bring this up. I don't think Tool is good either. Because I was watching that game against the Steelers. He throws a lot of passes that are interceptable. He does. I I don't... He has a lot of talent around him, and I don't see him... I've seen some very... I will, I will say... I will say very that, bad throws. Like, I, wow. I, like, you almost threw an interception no, with that much time. But listen, I will say this. I saw part of that game, and he did, he did make some bad throws. But like I, and he had time too. Right. Like it's, I, I was like, what the fuck was that? But I've also seen a couple of the games where he's looked really good. Maybe, maybe so, first game back, and you know the Steelers' defense no, isn't that. More bad. importantly, how fucking stupid is he? He literally almost died on the field. He's running. He's he runs right into a linebacker and puts his shoulder. Oh, down. I know what you're talking about. What are about. you doing? Slide, you idiot. Well, some some guys oh, don't learn. Again. Some guys don't learn, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, once you see a quarterback with the talent, that's when you make the assessment. So that's why whatever happens with Fields, like, ignore it because he has the worst offensive line and the worst wide receiver corps in the whole entire league. Right. So there's nothing he can do unless he just looks, like, awful, awful. Right. Like, just doing some things where, like, what the heck is he doing? Like, he hasn't done those type of things, those type of like passes or yeah, I mean, and, and maybe there's been one or two, but every quarterback has one or two moments. Well, he's like, been what? on the ground half the time, so like he's probably still trying to get his like head back. <laughs> All in right, some so, sense. so here, so we, we we've we've gotten pretty long with this combo. So let's let's go to um let's go to the Bulls for a little bit before we end. Um, so two and two through the first week. Um, I watched I watched the the. Opener when they when they shocked um was it Miami? Yep, opening game. Yeah, and then the second game what was a close loss. The second one. The second one was, uh, the Bulls were down for a little bit against Washington. Actually, they were down a lot. They had to make a huge comeback. Now that I'm thinking about it, and oh, actually, yeah, that game. I think I told you that I feel like if we shot. The three pointer better, we would have won easily. Yeah, we were like seven for twenty seven out of three, and you know that was a big concern 
uh, coming into the season, how improved we would be at the three without making a lot of additions. <laughs> they made zero. D- Drogic isn't a great three-point shooter, and Drummond obviously isn't. That, and that's all we added. Yeah, I mean, I, I also think that they thought Lonzo Ball would be ready, too. and that oh, would, That's such a disappointment. It is, but it also gave Io a chance to Io's develop. Look, and he's looked great. You know what sucks about that? He's going to be a free agent after this year. So they have to pay him. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I thought second rounders get three years, but they actually get two can, guaranteed Can we years. get the Golden State owners to own our team? Would that, wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. They have five guys making max money. That's crazy. They're paying like $300 million in luxury tax. Right, and they That's, don't care. They don't care because they want to win. Yeah. Can we get some ownership like that? Rich can motherfuckers. Can we get the Cubs to do that too? No, the Cubs ownership will never do that. So disappointing. And the Bulls. <sighs> well, you can't, and you can't do that in football, but if we could, we wouldn't because we have the McCaskies. Right. So then and the White Sox, definitely not. So then this week, this week we have, I think, Indiana tomorrow, right? I think, I think the, we play Indiana. Yeah, I think we play Indiana and then, and then the Sixers. Hold on. It might, I might be missing a game, too. Let me check. We have... We... I will point this out. I've I've had a lot of fun times watching the Bulls in the last year and a half or whatever since they brought all those guys in, like DeMar DeRozan, Booch. Um, they're still fun to watch. Yeah, you know, and you know what? I I dog on this motherfucker a lot, but props to Vooch. He's looked he's looked good the last couple of games, especially yesterday. Yeah, I saw his final numbers: twenty one rebounds. He's I, I will say this: he's he's looked very aggressive. Um, they're getting him post plays yeah, to get him going. Yeah, yeah, get out of the fucking three point line. Yeah, please stop shooting threes. You know, and I noticed that about the Sixers. You know, they started zero three. I was watching a Sixers game. It's the same shit. MB yeah, is well, he at the three yeah, point yeah. line? Harden's dribbling the ball. You know, doing his thing, and Embiid standing at the three point. Line. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Get but in the, the post. They, I thought they don't do that often with him. Are they using him in the perimeter a lot? I know he can shoot, but. But he's standing in the three-point line. I'm yeah, like, you don't want. Why is he there? He's unstoppable in the post. Unstoppable. Is he hurt? I don't. I don't think he is. He hasn't played well. Well, the, he had one forty-point game that they lost Saturday, and then I think yesterday he had a decent game. Even though Harden pretty much bailed him out again yesterday. Yeah, but going back to Vooch, uh, right? The first four games, I've seen a, a aggressive side of Vooch. He's more active defensively. He'll never be great, but he's. He's being a lot more tough. Right. Tougher than what I've seen the past couple years with him. So I'm very happy about that. He's averaging a double-double, but it's just like it's more a meaningful double-double, it seems like, so far in in four games. The only guy that I'm kind of disgusted with is Patrick Williams right now. And it's, it's not just a numbers thing. I feel like I've seen him just be out there and, like, make zero impact. Like, he hasn't even been making impact defensively. Like, I, I'm i not saying he's I, – I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like, I feel like he's just out there, and and that's it. Not killing you, well, but not doing anything. Well, no, and, and my, co- my coworker and I got into an argument earlier because he goes, well, what is Patrick Williams supposed to do when we already have three scorers on the court? And I'm like – you know what he's supposed to do? When 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 one of those guys gets double teamed and you're standing in the corner and they throw you the ball and you're open, shoot the fucking ball. 
Don't hesitate. Don't pump fake. There's also, but Shoot there's it. also the other side of that where like they're saying that Patrick Williams shouldn't be in the corner. They're using him wrong. I, I don't well, know. Then, I want, try, then cut to the basket and dunk the fucking ball. Yeah. Like a man. I, I mean, I he, agree. He's too timid. He's too timid offensively. Yeah, he's very passive offensively. Yeah, it sucks. I, I want him to be good so badly because, you know, it was the first move from the new regime. And also, it, if he was good, then it would make me stop thinking that we're a one pick behind Lonzo. Lonzo I'm sorry, not Lonzo Ball. Lamelo Ball. Oh, God. Or or move to the second pick. Lamelo Lamelo would have been a Anthony Edwards looks amazing too. Lam- I mean those guys. Lamelo would have been a, a game changer. I mean, yeah, shit, you Tyrese Halliburton would have been a game changer. No, I I agree. Ty- Tyrese Halliburton is good, although, and he he's not a shoot first, so he would fit perfect with what they're doing. I mean, he's kind of like Lonzo Ball in some sense. Very right? much so. He's not a true point guard. But he emphasizes on no. Pat. He is more of a true point guard. So we're like Lonzo averages five assists a game. Why did the Kings draft him? I don't know. When what, they had Darren Fox, I don't know why the Kings do a lot of things. <laughs> the Kings haven't been relevant. And then they trade him for uh, Sabonis the after King, they had um, the Kings. What's his name? Yeah, the Kings have Marcus been, Cousins. Yeah. The Kings haven't been relevant since Pedro Stojakovic and Chris Webber. I don't know why they drafted Halliburton. Just to end up trading him. I, I mean, maybe they thought he fit with uh, De'Aaron Fox. I love De'Aaron Fox. I wish the Bulls had him. Yeah, Halliburton's averaging 24 points and 10 assists a game this year. Well, he's the only good player on the Pacers, bro. Like, you, Ryan Harper averaged 24 points <laughs> with the Clippers like 20 years ago. <laughs> he was also like 23. Listen, if you're though. on a bad team, someone's going to, someone needs to score, right? Right. So, like, not That's all. Not like Bradley Beal averaged 30 points a game. On the Wizards. Bradley Beal's good, though. Come on. You, but, can, you but, can't rip but on But now him. he's averaging 19 because he's got better players around him, is my point. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I mean. If you're saying that, yeah. But, I mean, they're not... I mean, the Wizards aren't that good, though, either. I know we no, lost they're them, They're mediocre. But, they're mediocre. Yeah. I mean, I think the Bulls are a little better than them, but... I mean, you... Listen, the Bulls are good enough where... But they're still... They're good enough to make the playoffs, but they can't... They're not that good where they can't overlook anybody. Like, that... Like, they can't overlook... The Bobcats or... The Hornets, you mean? The Hornets, I'm sorry. Which reminds me, do you, do you got plans Wednesday? I, I have tickets to the Hornets game. I don't, I, just, I don't know. I'm just seeing if someone... Ne- next Wednesday, so after Halloween weekend? Yes. I need someone to go to the game with me. I, I don't know. I got tickets, so... If you want to go, let me know. Is Lil Melo going to play? I hope. I, I don't know. We'll see. They're, it's expensive, and Uber's expensive. No, and, dude, that, that upsets me, too, because if he doesn't play, I'm going to be so pissed because I got those tickets to see LaMelo play. Didn't you get out of a lottery? I did. I okay. Did. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, I'm selling. I'm already selling my Sixers game Saturday because of the you get, Halloween. Are you making money from that? or No, I'm selling them to, to a friend. Friend? Face, face, face value. value. 150 right? No, 200 each. Oh, yeah, you're right. See, like, even before the game starts, $200 drink, right? <laughs> and then... And then you have to, we're probably going to want an Uber, and it's expensive now. Uber for whatever no, no, reasons. No. From, I, I, from your I'd place is how much? I'd what, even, 80 bucks? I'd even be willing to drive at this Would point. you be willing yeah. to drive? Okay. Because all, all I'm going to have is like two beers at the game. Yeah, you're right. I'll we're not going to get wasted. No, we're not. Especially on a Wednesday watching the Hornets and the Bulls with no LaMelo. Exactly. All right, may, maybe. I do want to go to a game with you. Those seats are and we, sick. And we might win the game. Yeah, well, I mean, probably will win that game. Yeah, we'll probably win. I mean, who's their second best player? Hayward? 
Rozier. Rozier. I was going to say Gordon Hayward. P.J. Washington. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe him or Rozier. Yeah. Scary Terry. Yeah, and Lamelo has a long way to go, too, to having a good team around him as well. I agree. He's kind of stuck. Well, he had Miles Bridges, and then he turned into a— Is Miles Bridges out for the year because of the domestic stuff? Yeah. It, like, he's in— He's already declared out for the yeah. year. Oh, that's terrible. And that's one of uh Remember that Myers Leonard guy? That guy yeah. said that anti Semitic thing on Yeah, he YouTube. went to U of I too. And so dude, he's done. I mean, I don't think any NBA teams even called him since wow. then. That guy just his career just Yeah, because it's just so bad for like that's why you gotta watch what you say. Especially when you're famous. Or you're playing video games. Come on, man. What's wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's a weird that's a it weird sucks. thing to say out of nowhere too. I'm yeah, wondering. randomly. Randomly, just I don't know. I guess you don't you don't really know someone until until doors are closed, right? Mm-hmm. There's a camera or something. I don't know, right? Or someone's recording you, right? Like Dan Snyder. <laughs> what a weirdo! And she showed me her boobies, and I like them too. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm pretty tapped out. Yeah, but we had a really good uh, show. I hope we win this Sunday because you know. I just I'm a Bears fan. I want to see them win, but I understand. I'll be ready for them to win. I but I understand if we lose, we we all do. If they lose, we all know the reason. But at the same time, whatever, it's a win-win. Either we try to make the playoffs. Making the playoffs is always a good thing in the NFL. It's fun, right? Because you think you have a shot, yeah, but, but we don't. Yeah. You know that. But if we did sneak in at bro, number seven, bro, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky won the MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable Player Award. That shit is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, How do you win the sorry, MVP? I, I didn't even count that we made the playoffs that year. That was an embarrassing team in an embarrassing way. They literally backdoored Remember, into the playoffs. That and was then, so stupid. And then Nagy called one of his best plays, and, yeah. and then uh, Wims dropped, dropped the ball. It literally, the ball went through his hands and his like his leg, and, and then his career was done. His career was <laughs> over after that. Man, it, it makes me wonder, like, they... They drafted Wims in the seventh round, kept him for four or five years, never developed into his, anything. His best highlight was punching uh, Gardner Johnson in the yep. face. Yep, Miller. I think he's out of the league, or if he's not, he's out of the league. Wow. And then there is also uh, Calvin Ridley's brother. Lee, is it Lee Ridley? <laughs> What's his name? No, it was uh, hold Lee on. Riley. No, it, no. Am I saying it right? No, no. It was. I am uh, bad with names, and yeah. everyone that's listening. Knows that, or people oh, that what know was, me. Knows. I can't think of his name right now. In the fourth round, I can't think of his first. My name. buddy Juve would know because he always says that was one of the worst picks. It was Lee Ridley. Oh, by the way, it looks Lee like Riley. Man, it looks like Lamelo. Lame- Riley Ridley. Riley Ridley. Riley Ridley. Oh my, Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. No, hey, it looks like Lamelo might actually play. All right, I'll think about it. That's I can afford it. It's just like do I. After a long day at work, I do logistics. So, well, I don't know. We'll we'll talk. We will talk about it. All right. So, anyway, so we're going to end it here. Talking about personal shit here and stuff. We're going to end end the damn show. (laughs) So, we're going to end it here. Um, Awesome, uh, awesome episode. Um, It was good to have Phil back and actually have some positive uh, stuff to talk about. So, yeah. So, uh, he thinks Bears are going to win. I think Dallas is going to win. We'll see who's right at the end uh, of the week. Um, otherwise, uh, everyone else enjoy the rest of the week, and uh, yeah, and hopefully you get to to listen. Obviously, if you haven't yet, make sure you um, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Music. Peace.
Peace.